whoa, 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 what is up, white people? Yo, what's up, everybody? Hope everything's amazing for you all, as always. I'm your host, the Honorable OCT Octavius Hay, and this is the Whack Cash Podcast. So, with that being said, let's talk whack to him. All right, so NBA Youngboy said he ain't got time for academics or the dirt today. He went ahead live and started spazzing, going off on act, going off on Dirk. Everybody knows NBA Youngboy and, and Dirk have had beef over the years. Uh, this all started now this time from when academics said he had heard that DJ, or sorry, that NBA Youngboy and Dirk had squashed the beef. That was something that Act report, reported. Well, Act now admits that that was false, but he wasn't lying. He thought that the report was honest, but he was he was willing to admit that was that was not right. That NBA YoungBoy and Dirk are actually not cool with each other. Uh, so NBA YoungBoy took the time to say we ain't cool, ain't nothing cool about this. Going off on Dirk, talk, call him a nasty, you know, all type of this that, talking about his girl India, and then saying academic just a fat drunk and talk crap about people all day. That's gonna get him caught up. He don't care about numbers and academics talking to his industry friends. Just, just going in. So y'all know how act. Ac- First of all, academics um, has been on a tear this week, but I got to get some more in later. But you know, we all know how act can get. He get on that stream. He get that henny in him. He don't know he even always need the henny. And he starts spazzing. Well, act didn't go all the way in. Uh, this time instead he, he begged for people to go ahead and, and, and listen to NBA Youngboy's new album Academics is of the belief that NBA Youngboy is doing all this promotion for the album that's coming out and that he's trying to use beef and stuff to get people to come listen to the song because uh, his album sales have been dropping or it dropped I think he sold like 60,000 copies last time and actually sold less than Dirk and Academics is of the belief that NBA Youngboy wants to outsell Dirk this time because they don't like each other. And he want to be, you know, look at everybody looking at NBA Youngboy as that, that artist. So he wants y'all to see I am that artist. Uh, Academics brought up a good point of how NBA Youngboy may have a bigger fan base, a more loyal fan base, but he doesn't know how to really, you know, use utilize that as, as much as what, what Dirk might be able to do uh, with his fan base and getting his music listened to a lot of people. I don't know anything about that, but what I do know is uh, academics, his niceness can only go so far. I don't know if NBA Youngboy is going to chill out because NBA Youngboy and academics have actually been cool. I believe Youngboy was on his show at one point, his podcast. Uh, they've had a cool relationship, so I don't know if he's going to hit up Act later, but like, you know, it was all play. Or maybe they had a discussion before and Act just not saying nothing, so that's why Act wasn't going so hard. Because, you know, that's just for this week. I believe your NBA Young Boys album come out like on Friday or something like that. So maybe once this week passes, next week he'll be like, yes, all good. Of course, it's not going to be good with Dirk. Him and Dirk is still not fooling with each other. And that's not going to change anytime soon. And, and y'all, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it will, but it don't seem like it because he's spazzing and going off. And what happened with all this Stop the Violence stuff from NBA Young Boy? You know, he was all pro know life and stuff and see, I tell people hey man stop all this gun violence let's, let's work together now that went out the window as soon as it was time to sell some records so yeah there may be some validity to what academics are saying either way you're gonna stay up to date on this beef and if anything else happens from Dirk if that young boy or Henny Demix comes out and starts spazzing of course I'm gonna be here to talk about it but you know I had to discuss DJ Academics some more this week because I took the title of Big Act from Act 
after he exposed himself and his girl exposed him for being a little soft after he'd been talking all this tough talk but being treated like a treated like a chump in his own home by his woman. I had to take the you couldn't be big acting. It don't, I don't care about your money, it's about your mindset. And I didn't think he was holding it down to carry the big moniker. But I knew in my heart when I did that that it wouldn't last long. That I would have to call academics big act again pretty soon because I know one thing about academics is that he don't like somebody, he don't play. He dropped the girl. I was thinking he was going to have to get into like two or three more beefs. I thought he was going to have to just go off on a couple people. But no, sir. Academics did not let us down. He got on live, on stream, Twitch, whatever he was streaming from. And he brought out one of his arch nemesis, his ex-girlfriend. That is Freddie Gibbs, his ex-girlfriend, Fit Mommy, who's also a porn star, who's also pregnant with Freddie Gibbs' baby. And what proceeded to happen was Fit Mommy just went in on Freddie Gibbs but of course academics just just leading just leading the uh, the, the band as like the lead orchestra guy or whatever and she just went in to talk about uh, Fit Mommy was saying oh she thought Freddie Gibbs was this gangster dude and he wasn't and Freddie Gibbs was just getting beat up and, and Fit Mommy was talking about she just picked the lame dude she even talked about him bending over and showing his butthole and uh, she just oh my god it was so embarrassing she just talked Fit Mommy she started going in and talking about how he wasn't paying her phone bill and, he, and he, she, he said he would and he had her host a show and took the money and never gave it to her oh it was awful just going in and in the meantime she's saying and I gave up having sex with other men on camera for him that wasn't fair to me Oh, it was lovely. It was great. I can't feel too bad for Freddie Gibbs because that's what you picked, bro. You picked a porn star. You picked a woman who would sell her body for money. Don't you think that she would sell your secrets? So you can't. You can be mad at academics. You can even be mad at her. I don't feel too bad for you. I feel bad as a man just seeing, you know, a man's woman. That's who we the most vulnerable with, and seeing her take advantage of that and just put him on blast was so humiliating. I mean, Fit Mommy, she talked about she didn't feel safe with Freddie Gibbs. She couldn't stop people from harming her and him. She talked about she got a chain snatch. He never replaced it, but he replaced his watch. Oh, so disrespectful. It was so disrespectful. Oh. And you know, the whole time, academic just like, yeah. And, and you're back in porn while you're pregnant with his baby? And she's like, yep, sure am. Back doing it. I'm like, oh, man. She's back in the sack with Randos. While this man's baby in a uterus, and probably the you know it's it's getting weird, it's getting real weird out here, and she's doing that on camera for to make that money. She gotta do what she gotta do, right? She says people need to mind their business, and that's why she's talking about it on a streamer's platform because she don't want nobody, nobody. She wants y'all to mind y'all business. Don't seem like she's in the business of minding her own or having people not mind her business seems like she's very much in the business of exposing her business and i guess exposing her partner or her ex-partner's business uh freddie gibbs to my knowledge at this time has not said nothing but what you really gonna say uh, it's embarrassing it's humiliating and this is gonna be the mother of your child so this is somebody you're gonna have to possibly deal with now fit mommy's talking about he's not responding to her and he's not in the communication he said he don't want the baby she said she didn't want to lose the baby. She thought the baby was 
uh, much younger than what it was when she was going to go get the abortion. She decided not to. And now she says he can't communicate with her. So because he's not communicating with her in, in private, in her mind, you know, that means she's got to put every, put it out on blast for everybody to see. That's the, what she reasoned with. Instead of like maybe getting a lawyer or something or taking them to court. Now I got to put it on social media. But whatever it is, what you do is what you do. All I know is this has brought my boy Academics back and I got to salute Big Academics. This was super grimy. This was super disrespectful. And now that man can never, ever, ever, and I don't think he cares. I know he don't. Academics don't care. But he can never, ever squash this beef with Freddie Gibbs. That was just too disrespectful. And if Freddie Gibbs was talking about he wanted wanted to put his hands on Academics before, he definitely would have put his hands on Academics now. Uh, but academic stage security up, so he should be straight. And we'll see what happens if Freddie Gibbs does respond. There's been some other disrespect this week. If you don't know, which I don't know why you would know, Chris Brown and Usher may or may not have gotten into an altercation over the past weekend in Las Vegas. Usher threw Chris Brown a birthday party, invited a whole bunch of people, and it was supposed to have been a good time until Chris Brown allegedly punched himself or punched Usher himself or had his goons slash bodyguards punch Usher and jump him. Now, this is all alleged, but this is the rumor. Chris Brown and or his goons attacked Usher, and it's all stemmed from Chris Brown getting into an argument with Tiana Taylor, who was also at the party. Now, Chris Brown, when he was supposed to be doing the Michael Jackson tribute, I think it was for the VMAs, uh, it's rumored that Tiana Taylor was supposed to be a part of that, but she had to pull out for another engagement she couldn't get out of. And then Chris Brown, you know, ultimately it was decided not to have him perform. He was canceled because of what he did to Rihanna. Chris Brown held resentment towards Tiana Taylor for uh, letting him down and maybe even kind of believing she may have had a part in the, the whole performance being canceled, which was, you know, Michael Michael Jackson tribute. And so when Chris Brown saw Tiana Taylor at the party, now also it's alleged, rumor, don't know, that Chris Brown may have been on some substances. He's been long to be rumored to have been using, or to be using a lot of drugs. So I don't know. Might have been this night. And that might have led to him going off on Tiana Taylor, Tiana Taylor's like, she's going to leave the party. Usher's trying to get her to stay. She's like, Tiana Taylor's like, nah, I ain't, ain't even worth it. So Chris getting into his feelings about that. Again, all allegedly. And it looks like Usher tried to go talk to Chris to calm him down. And it kind of started something. Usher may have been jumped. Now, in a little defense to this not happening, Usher did post himself, you know, at the concert the next night. It was at the Lovers of Friends tour, I believe it was. Chris Brown still performed. And nobody looked like they had no damages on him. However, you know, that don't mean that he wants some good makeup or maybe the punches just weren't that hard, but he was attacked. It could have been that, just maybe wasn't, the assault wasn't as bad as it previously reported. We don't know. All I'm going to say is, you know, Chris Brown's been getting a lot of chances, a lot of opportunities. We have been letting a lot slide on Chris. As much stuff that gets called out of remember, his negativity is a lot that's not called out of remember. And he seems to be getting in trouble every year for his violent temper and ways. And we just keep on letting him get a pass with that. Nobody ever says anything's wrong. And anytime he's ever called out on his stuff he does, he starts playing victim mode and crying about, everybody's always trying to paint me as a bad guy. Everybody's always trying to paint me as a villain. 
And I say this, as much love as Chris Brown and Usher have shown each other and how much Usher has just recently even stated, I think on Big Boy's show, that he loves Chris Brown and he threw this man a birthday party. If Chris was to do that to Usher, to anybody, but to somebody like Usher, who not only is an inspiration for him, but a talented musician himself and is somebody who cared enough about you to throw a party, if you want, if, if that's how you want to act and if, again, this is all allegedly, if that's what he did, man, screw Chris. But of course it's not going to be screwed, Chris. He's a talented dude. He is. Once in a lifetime generation talent. And when you got somebody that, that that's that talented, the amount of chances they get, shoot, unlimited, bro. So you, I wouldn't be surprised if, if this gets blown over. I wouldn't be surprised if if Usher still rock with Chris Brown. Like now, you know, it was the next day of the, the concert and everything. I could see Usher have just letting that slide, have letting it slide for them, just the performances to go through for the fans. And then after that, Usher's like, I'm done with Chris. But hey, man, everybody just kind of let say that's Chris being Chris and slide on the rug. It just y'all be cool with him. I, I don't know. I, I just think that you let somebody keep getting away with that stuff, it's just going to keep on going. And it don't seem like he changed it for the better. It actually seems like he's gotten worse. He's digressed even more now. He's definitely hurting his legacy with stories like these. And again, if we find out that it's true... I've, I've always kind of been done with Chris. I stood up for him a little bit when people was bringing up the Rihanna issue just because I'm saying like that was that time. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have a ton of other issues that you can bring up. Now, to be fair to Chris, though, he, Chris Brown did come out and he didn't fight out say I did not punch Usher or did not have Usher jumped. But Chris did say that he was he was just going off and telling people to back up because he had his child backstage with him. I think that's what he was talking about. But again, I don't know if he, if he backstage at the concert because everybody's talking about at his party, which was like at a skating rink. So I don't know. Maybe it was a backstage at the skating rink. I don't know. But that's all he talked about. As, 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 well, that's all he said as far as in relation to anything happening that weekend and any type of outburst he may have had was about that. That's all he talked about. So I don't know if that's him saying that that's the only issue that weekend or he's trying to tell us it, was at, it wasn't at the... Skating rink, he was at the concert or whatever with that. But that's just, just to be fair to Chris to let you know that. But my stance on Chris Brown is, uh, he's a piece of crap, and not just for Henry Rihanna, but just the way he's carried himself year after year since then. Begun the podcast war has, because we out here talking about furniture. We out here talking about house structure, windows. We out here talking about ad revenue. We out here talking about guests. We out here talking about who opinions matter. We talking about podcasting equipment. And we talking about paper blinds, buddy. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about that podcast beef between Joe Budden and Gilly the Kid. The Joe Budden podcast versus Billion Dollars Worth of Game with Gilly the Kid and... <laughs> what was the dude that I can't even think of his cousin's name right now because it's going down so hard right now. Wallow, Gilly and Wallow, they out here. Well, Gilly is leading the charge for their podcast. You know, million dollars worth of game is bragging about how much ad revenue he get in, how how good the podcast equipment is that they got, the quality that they do. Joe Budden's out here talking about. You sell, Joe Bud said they selling the cheeks for cheap with that ad, ad revenue. And don't ever and, and come correct when you coming at him. Matter of fact, don't even come at him at all. That's what Joe's saying. And it's got a lot of people talking. 
uh, who got the best guests. Well, clearly Gillian Wallow got the best guests because that's what their podcast is about, interviewing people. Oh, who's got the best opinions that people want to listen to? Oh, well, Joe, clearly because we go to Joe Budden Podcast for his opinions, and his opinions are the ones that usually trend on his show. Gilly might trend more on his, um, when he goes live and stuff, and sometimes he trends on the show, but for the most part, Means Out of the Game is about the guests. Just like sometimes Joe will have a guest on that causes a splash, it's mostly for Joe Budden get on there and his team too but Joe Budden's opinion on things you know so of course I know Joe Joe I've been saying is ready to go Joe has been beefing with so many people he managed to skip over Gillian Waller that first time and keep it on Charlemagne and Envy but he had to guess I guess Joe had to double back and Joe brought to everybody's attention that that Gilly's headboard is blocking part of his window and to him it's like that seems like a small cheap room don't seem like you got it like that of course Gilly had to talk about his ad revenue again like he did beforehand and Joe's like bro that ad revenue ain't doing it man I'm getting prescription I'm, I'm getting subscribers I'm getting people paying a patreon all type of stuff to see my content and I don't have to sell as he said the cheeks for cheap so this is right now it's all fun right now they just bragging about their money who make the most money Right now, it's just goofy stuff. Ain't really been nobody's name said, but everybody know who everybody's talking about. I am I thought that it might have gotten a little bit more serious on, serious on Gilly's side, but I think Gilly's just saying it's what it is. This is just some cloud chasing stuff, I, I believe. I, do, I truly do believe that because Joe Button was not mad at Gilly at first. Joe Button was just... It, well, he was more mad at Charlemagne and was trying to say, and was saying that Charlemagne was trying to start something. I don't know if they had a conversation... I don't know if this is just somebody said something, other person said something, and they're both smart enough to know, okay, this is what it is. We're just about to, you know, have the blogs and everybody talking about us for a minute. Talk, take Because none of the shots have been personal. All the shots have been about, oh, look how nice my stuff is. Oh, I make more money. Oh, my money, my source of revenue is better than your source. It's like, ah, ain't too bad. Ain't too offensive. You know, last time they was kind of getting into it. Joe was breaking down why, they, why they, uh, one of the people, one of the team members left pod, and Gilly was talking about when Joe got punched in the face that one time. So, it was getting a little bit more personal and in-depth and stuff. This time, it's just goofy. And it seemed like it's just for show. Joe was hyping himself up when he was talking about the window and the headboard covering half the window. He was, it was at the beginning of the show. He was mixing he was mixing and mastering. You know how Joe liked to do as the DJ. So, I, I wouldn't read too much into it right now. However, it is entertaining. And if we get some more funny little witty lines between them... Hey, I call it a successful podcast war, podcast battle, whatever you want to say. If it goes any further and they start getting really disrespectful, I'd hate to see it, but I'm not going to lie. I would be very entertained if they start talking that trash because Joe know how to talk that trash and Gilly know how to talk that trash too. Get a little bit more, just hit you straight up while Joe is going to give you this long soliloquy, passionate poem of why he angry. But either way, it's going to be fun and... Whether this is it or we get more and we get Joe with the with the white beater, the white beater, either way it go, man. I'm I'm all for it. I'm just a fan enjoying itself. So that's the show. Thank you so much for tuning in and getting this whack wisdom from me. I hope you tune in next week to get a little bit more. With that being said, please, if you haven't already, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you're notified every time I'm dropping new content on the YouTube channel. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, please make sure to follow the podcast and leave a review on whatever platforms you like to do that. With that being said, this is the Whack Ass Podcast, and I am whacking off. 